Damn it, Morpheus. Not everyone believes what you believe. My beliefs do not require them to. We now live in a world where fact is far stranger than fiction. Take the journey with us as we uncover hidden knowledge and shocking truths which are vital to our awakening process. You are now listening to Wokish. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Wokish. I am Stefan. Nice to meet all of you. If you haven't met me already, I am that guy that likes to talk about the the unknown, the esoteric, the strange, the unimaginable, and the things that people just are trying to dismiss as folklore, myth, made-up stories, when in reality, that's what they want us to think. They want us to believe we're the only species in existence and only and have been the only species in existence and that there is no other higher sources of beings that exist or that they're not even among us and i believe otherwise okay i've read countless books read all kind of uh accounts of people talking about them being abducted okay so speaking of abduction i'm not too long ago you know i was talking to a friend of mine about the abduction situations or scandals, whatever you want to call it, they date back a lot farther than people realize. You know, they think that, they think that, you know, abductions is just this, you know, situation that, you know, happens only in the United States. And people in the United States talk about it. Well, no, that's not the case. Okay. Abductions have been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years every major culture and civilization has a story or accounts of people being abducted by beings in the sky right and i won't even go back that far yet let's just talk about over the course of the past 75 years all right there has been countless you know a People saying that, you know, they were abducted, they were brought up in these ships, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And these people are, are people that have been separated by cultural differences, language barriers, vast spans of land masses, distance, separated by oceans, communication portals. You know, these people don't, we don't watch the same TV channels. We can't even understand the same languages, but yet all these people make these accounts of being abducted and the abductors were beings that were very skinny with long spindly arms and legs with these large elongated heads, almond shaped eyes, a slit for a mouth, little tiny holes for an ear, little tiny holes for a nose, and that they were able to communicate with them telepathically without speech. They were slimy, moist looking. They had a, a glow a, a tiny glow about them and they were able to pass through walls and doors and bring them along with them and it was always while they were sleeping and they performed experiments on them after being observed and after being examined by 
real physicians, you know, there's these things that have been placed inside their body that they have no idea what they are, that they find, and they all corroborate to the same story of them saying that these aliens put things in them and took their DNA and they have the scars and puncture marks to prove it. So you're saying all these people who have never ever met each other before, never spoke on the phone, don't even know of each other's existence, separated by large, vast expanses of of distance, and these people are all drawing the same pictures. You've got little kids, little kids, you know little kids can't lie and make up stuff. Kids are truthful, brutally truthful to a fault. They have no other way to communicate except through truth. They aren't, they aren't shaded and, and susceptible to the deceptive behavior of a grown adults. So you've got children too, drawing these big elongated head looking people with big almond eyes, you know? So, okay, if you want to look at all that, dismiss all that, okay? You've got one of the governors in Russia. He clearly stated that he was abducted by aliens and these aliens, they did certain examinations and tests on him and took some of his DNA and then brought him back. And his closest advisors and assistants all corroborate his story saying that he was there was a bright light that when they were in their hotel room surrounded by KGB agents and personal security they all said that the entire room was engulfed in these bright lights and that he was removed from the room they had no idea where he was and then he was brought back hours later and he had no idea of how long how much time had elapsed or what time uh, type of time span or day it was when he came back. He was all disheveled and eventually it slowly but surely came back to them. And they were all able to corroborate that story. Why the fuck would he lie? That's the freaking governor of Russia. I can't remember exactly what city it was. I think it was like Kremayana or some area. I don't know. Look it up, guys. I don't know. I just read this not too long ago. Okay. You've also, you've got the Mexican for the president in Mexico. And he clearly says, I mean, he's letting it all out. He's talking about over his country, there has been thousands and thousands of reports and accounts of people seeing extraterrestrial spaceships within the sky. And you know what his words were? The Mexican president said that they know clearly that America, we know clearly exactly what's going on, the elite, the, the the powers that be, the ones that are in control, that they know exactly what's going on, but yet they hide the truth from their people. That's exactly what he said. He called out the United States saying that basically the U.S. is full of shit and that they're keeping their people in the dark about the fact that there is a truly a extraterrestrial presence on this planet. Multiple races multiple factions you guys think it's crazy but it's not and eventually disclosure will take place and it will come out you know listening to david ike let me just jump off the subject real quick david ike he's called for people like me 
Now we need some renegades. That was his exact words. We need renegades. We need people that are going to friggin' talk about this shit, create a large, you know, gathering coalition of people that is exposing this type of information. And I am one of them. David Icke, if you ever hear this, I am a renegade, brother. Hit me up. Let's do this. I have a plethora of information that I would like to release in my own way. I have my own take on things, uh, my own ideas, and my own delivery. Okay? So, David Icke, hit me up, brother. You are definitely one of the, the people that I have listened to for years. And I am also totally aware of the Archon presence that is here on this planet. All right? So, anyway, back to the abduction stories. If you go back thousands of years you know, to the earliest days of civilization, when they were able to record things, they talk clearly about beings coming down and taking people and disappearing and then bringing them back. And then these people that they brought back have all this information, all this knowledge, all this intelligence and higher wisdom that they share with the people. They even start building monuments. Let's look at some examples, okay? They're in Cambodia, there's a story about this man, his name was Piznakar. The story tells, okay, if you want to call it a story, but the documentation on these tablets talks about Piznakar being abducted, brought out of the orbit of the planet, okay, and that he was, was brought to the heavenly object that was circling the heavens, that was circling the earth. So what does that tell you? He was brought up to a mothership that was floating within the atmosphere of the planet and he was brought there. And what he also talks about is he was brought and put into some type of containment unit. He was, his body was emblazed and his body was hit with these high intensity blue lights that he said rejuvenated him. He said that all the sores on his body, the bugs that were in his hair, you know, the, the hairs that were on his body were all brought away. He was, he was completely, I guess he was, it made him bald and his hair and skin and nails, teeth, everything was rejuvenated. So I, if you think about it, if you, if, if you can read between the lines, they put him in some kind of decontamination containment system. So when the ETs let him on the ship, he wouldn't infect the rest of the friggin' ETs with whatever he was carrying. It may not be communicable and deadly to us, but it may be deadly to them. You don't know. You don't know. I mean, when they came here on this planet, they were always wearing some type of suit. If you look at all the cave drawings and all the recollections of ancient civilizations that wrote on these tablets, they were always depicted as these big, huge beings wearing these huge suits. So. You know, I mean, it's clearly. So when Pizdakar came back from his abduction, the aliens brought him back. He had, and he had knowledge of astronomical movements in the sky. He had high, high levels of mathematical equations, and he was able to design the huge religious complex. In Cambodia, it's called Angkor Wat, one of the most prolific 
geometric wonders that are on the planet besides the the Great Pyramid of Giza. There is no way in hell that some ancient race of dumb, dim-witted humans with chisels and, and, and hammers were able to construct something so vastly intricate. If you look at the religious complex in Angkor Wat, it's amazing to this day. We cannot duplicate anything like that even remotely. Their Japanese physicists and scientists and architects tried to create the Great Pyramid at one-fifth of its size and failed miserably. And that's at one-fifth of the Great Pyramid size. They couldn't do it. It's impossible for them to do it with modern tools, modern technology. So you mean to tell me that Piznikar, for example, at Angkor Wat, you mean to tell me that he was able to construct this religious complex with the rest of the people that he used, he chose to do this with, you mean to tell me that they did it with no extraterrestrial assistance whatsoever? You can't tell me that. It's impossible. You can't. Stories in the Bible. Look at the stories in the Bible of uh, Ezekiel, for example. Ezekiel, the story of Ezekiel, he, it clearly says that he went up in a spaceship, a great wheel that rumbled and shot fire when it came and left. What, what, that doesn't sound like a freaking spaceship to y'all? I mean, come on now. You know, these are things that all they did was document what they witnessed and what that took place. Okay. Look, Moses went up on the freaking mountain and got those um, stone tablets with the commandments on it. That was a extraterrestrial visitation, you know, clearly anything that if you replace the word God and angel and gods and angels, if you replace all those words with extraterrestrials, the stories make so much more sense. And that's every story, every single story, you know, um, Enoch, Enoch as well, Enoch. Clearly, he was in touch with extraterrestrials. Solomon. Solomon was a beast. Solomon was the man. Solomon was able to use extraterrestrial technology. He had weapons and, and tools to, to build and destroy and, and everything. And it tells it clearly. If you, the stories that were removed from the Bible by the Roman Catholic Church, are all the stories that talk about the multiple factions of extraterrestrials, the multiple encounters with extraterrestrials, and the constant surveillance and monitoring of aliens within their lives. Okay, those are the only books that are removed from the Bible, the ones that talk about that stuff. So you don't think that this is some type of mass cover-up? Massive cover-up. And we have been basically blinded 
for 6,000 years. We are just now starting to awaken from this global amnesia, amnesia that was bestowed upon us. And who's going to continue this with me? Who's going to continue the uncovering with me? Because I, I need a group. I need a team. I need this to be a movement. And that way the entire world will benefit from the fact that we are now being awakened. Disclosure is a, is an, is an uh, event that is going to change the world as we know it. You know, I mean, there, their attempts are becoming more bold and emblazoned. The things that are taking place on this planet are becoming more extreme. Look at the weather. Look at the, the fact here. I'm in here in California. Okay. It's freaking May. It's damn near mid May. And it feels like we're just now getting out of freaking winter. All right. The sun's not shining. Barely. All right. We've lost a season somewhere. Okay. The electromagnetic field of the planet is, is moving, is changing. They don't tell us about that either. It is moving 30 to 40 miles faster. The magnetosphere is moving faster than it has in hundreds of years. Okay, the poles have moved into a whole other hemisphere. The North Pole has moved into a total other hemisphere of the planet. They don't tell you this. Our compasses are not, if you were to buy a compass right now from freaking, you know, Cabela's or freaking one of these places, whatever, you know, you buy a compass. It's true north is no longer true north as it was 20, 30 years ago. Okay. The entire planet is changing. The magnetosphere is a telltale sign that there is some type of anomaly, some type of uh, disturbance coming from somewhere outside of our planet. Okay. The mass migration of all different types of animals is thrown off. Okay, you see some of the stories of beached whales, and but have you noticed that you don't see the stories anymore? Why? Because there was such a high uptick so quickly of beached whales that they had to remove these stories from the media because it was going to raise too much of an alarm. Okay, Whales use the magnetic structure of the planet. They use it as a way to navigate. If the magnetosphere is thrown off, they all of a sudden just start swimming till their friggin' either hearts burst or they beach themselves. They don't know. They don't know where they're going. Same thing with birds. Certain avian species, they don't know where the hell they're flying to anymore. You've got huge migrations of birds entire flocks falling dead out of the sky because they're just flying till their hearts explode. 
because they don't know where the hell they're going. These are things that are telltale signs that are letting us know, well, those of us who care to, to witness this, care to understand and be aware to this, these are telltale signs that there is more going on that we should not know about due to the, the powers that be. They keep all this shit from us. Okay? The chemtrailing? Chemtrailing has so many different uses for whatever nefarious purposes that they are um, up to. These are things that we just can't overlook anymore. We are Third Eye Wide, and these are our bylaws. Seek thy awareness. Raise thy frequency. Increase thy vibration. Attune thy soul. Expand thy mind. We must realign with Source. Take heed. Our very souls depend on it. Visit www.thirdeyewide.exposed to initiate or sustain your awakening process. The abductions take place for many reasons. They are, one, implanting us with certain technologies that are useful for them to use us as surveillance tools, experimental DNA changes within us. They use our DNA of certain um, abductees in order to carry on with their hybridization processes because there are certain factions of extraterrestrial that are using our DNA in order to help their species to continue to evolve and uh, to change, right? You've got abductions going on because they are, you know, they are, they are using us as a slave race on other planets, you know? And then again, you've got some entire civilizations that were abducted because they were either brought again to some other planet to be a slave race there, or they were removed from this planet because their bloodline was strong, what exactly what they needed, and that they were removed from this planet and put elsewhere to procreate and to raise their levels of vibration. The Mayans, the Incas, Aztecs, where did these people go? Where did these people go? You've got the Caracas skulls in Peru of these elongated skulls that they're finding all over the place that they can't explain what in the hell these beings were. Well, if you can't explain it, then you know it's extraterrestrial. If there's no chondroidal DNA that matches, then you know damn well that it's, it's extraterrestrial DNA. That's in these skulls. These skulls have no sagittal suture. What the sagittal suture is, every human being on the planet has it. If you are human, you have a sagittal suture. Okay? The two 
two parts of your brain that cover the two top parts of your skull. Okay. It has this ridge. It's right in the middle of it that after quite some time, you know, you reach adulthood, it fuses together and your skull no longer can, there's no movement no longer in your skull. So it basically stops your brain from growing. Well, these Caracas skulls in Peru, they have no sagittal suture and they're elongated skulls, which means that those brains grew until their death, basically. Okay. That's higher existence. That's a higher level existence. And it was just these skulls. And on top of that, the skulls had so much, they, they did the carbon dating on these skulls. And the skulls said that, that they were three, four thousand years in the future when they tried to carbon date them. But the reason why that they were carbon dated three or four thousand years into the future was because these skulls were subjected to high levels of radiation, which indicates clearly the nuclear wars that were on this planet that happened. Before we discovered nuclear wars, there were nuclear blasts that have been recognized on this planet by many different scientists. Some of those scientists have been killed or have died under, uh, you know, strange circumstances because they knew the truth about the fact that there were nuclear wars on this planet. Okay. The story in the Bible about Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. If you go to that site of Sodom and Gomorrah, there are shards of vitrified stone and glass scattered everywhere, everywhere. Vitrification is the superheating of minerals so fast that it is fused together and turned into basically glass and solid pieces of, of, of shiny stone. And it's scattered everywhere at Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. That is clearly the, the fallout of nuclear war. Okay. If you look at the story of the Bible, how, uh, what was his name? Lot, or I believe it was, told his wife, the angels, okay, angels, if we change that word to extraterrestrials, extraterrestrials told his family, look, keep running, keep going. If anybody turns around, they're going to be turned into a pillar of salt. Basically, what they're saying was, you need to move fast, because if you are within the blast radius, you're going to be vaporized. And that's what happened to his wife. I believe it was Lot? I can't remember. I don't read the Bible very much. I have, but right now I'm kind of drawing a blank. But, you know, her being turned into a pillar of salt clearly means that she was vaporized by nuclear blast. The same way if you look at Hiroshima and Nagasaki, after they went through and checked the place out, there were people that were literally still in human form, but just vaporized to so quickly that they were in basically a mound of ash. And, you know, if you look at it for what it is, it's the same thing that they were talking about in the Bible. Okay. There has been many, many wars that have been documented on this planet. Many abductions that have been documented on this planet from thousands of years ago. You can't deny it. There's no way. There was too much 
overwhelming evidence to deny the fact that we have been abducted for thousands of years for whatever purposes suit the extraterrestrials that are in control. There is some type of galactic federation that's going on. There are people that are for our good. There are beings that are for our bad. And we don't even know what side to choose because we don't know what's best for us or what's worse for us. The side that we feel that may win, that shouldn't win, may very well be the ones that should win and vice versa. We don't know. We don't know. We think of life as, you know, this hundred year span and, you know, our, our ideas of good and evil have been shaped by the people that control us. So we don't know what true good and evil really is. We don't know what is best for us or what's not. All we do is live and all we know is that we want to live. We know that we want to enjoy life and everything that it has to offer, but this is all we know. There is more to life that we should be striving for, but yet we don't. Some of us do. Some of us do. And to strive for a higher level of existence starts with knowing that there's a higher level of existence, admitting to the fact that we are constantly being deceived and led around by the nose by people who don't want us to know about this higher level of existence. They want to keep it for themselves, which is not fair. It's not fair. It's not. And then again, we have the whole argument that, oh, we're not ready for this type of information. We're not ready for this higher level of existence because some people are going to take advantage of it. Some people are going to be just so mentally, spiritually dormant that once they get this level of information, it's going to destroy them, destroy their psyche. You know, there are people like that, but for the ones who are able to to digest and fathom this higher level of existence and accept it wholeheartedly and know what to do with it, we're the ones that are suffering. But if we can continue to gather information, share information, and dissect information, that's what it's all about. That's where the ascension process has its it's 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 foothold okay there is a infinite logging of information that permeates the entire universe okay it's called the akashic record it's been talked about again in multiple multiple civilizations okay that were more advanced than we are today okay they speak of a cataloging of information that has every soul, every thought, every feeling, every invention, every mathematical equation, everything you ever could possibly think of that every human has ever thought of 
is all compiled into this Akashic record. Okay? And you were able to tap into it at times. We're able to, uh, to pick up on its existence at times. Mainly when we're in a meditative state. Okay? If you look at, uh, all the great minds like Tesla and, and, uh, Einstein and Hawkins and Sir Francis Crick and, you know, you can go on forever. They spoke of being in these perpetual daydream states of where they were being, they took things apart, put things together in their brain and were able to invent things. Okay, Leonardo da Vinci, Sir Isaac Newton, they all talk about the same thing. And that what they were doing was tapping into the Akashic record. We're able to access it when we have these higher faculties, when we're cultivated mentally enough and spiritually, we're able to tap into it. It's there for everybody. It's there for everybody. For 100% of people on this planet, 100% of the time, and it's 100% evenly distributed. We just have to learn how to tap into it. So now, these beings that are in control, that have turned us away from our spirituality and being able to tap into this Akashic record, they have now created a, I guess, a digital form of the Akashic record. And that's where this whole 5G comes in. 5G is going to be the beginning of the digital computerized version of the Akashic record. And that's what they've done. That's what the chemtrailing is for. That's what these microchips are for. And these, you know, all our technology, everything is smart this, smart that, smart. It's because everything is going to be in this virtual massive cloud. The virtual digital Akashic record. They'll be able to figure out where we are, what we're doing, who we're speaking to, who we're collaborating with, if we're committing a crime, if we're going to work on time, if we're doing this, if we're doing that, it's all going to be accessed at any given time whenever they want to in a split second. We went from technology on our desks to technology on our bodies to technology within our bodies. Our brains and souls are the final frontier of control. You take that chip and you're fucked. You accept this 5G network and use it. We're fucked. We're fucked. I hope you guys are understanding what I'm telling you. And I'm not going to sit here and beat it to death. But I want you guys to know that the abductions are real. The accounts of extraterrestrial civilizations and extraterrestrial life interacting with us 
all the stories are real. The Bibles that were omitted, or the stories in the Bible that were omitted from the Bible, those stories were real. If you guys can't accept it, then don't. For those of you who understand what I'm saying, where I'm coming from, think about what I'm telling you. Share this information with others. It needs to be what you talk about at the freaking keg and at, at work, in your break room. It just needs to be talked about over beer and wine at dinner. These things need to be talked about at your bonfires, at the beach, get-togethers, wherever the fuck you are, whatever you're doing, find something else other to talk about than Kim Kardashian and her friggin' huge fat ass and these friggin' sad cases of stories that permeate the entire media. These mass shootings and 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 dangerous situations and terrorist attacks and that is all they want us to talk about because it keeps us in a perpetual state of fear and unknowing it's just it's debilitating keeps us in a box i am no longer in that box and haven't been for quite some time you guys need to get out of your fucking boxes as well i love you all of you.